What's good? This is Marcus, and I'm super excited to announce Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio. This is a 24-7 lo-fi radio stream. We're going to be adding new vibes to this channel all the time. Whether you're studying, going on a long trip, cleaning, or just looking for something to set the mood. Instead of going to Lo-Fi Girl, why don't you check out Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio today? Let's lock in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the quick cast powered by Black Mary Death Free. Man, I'm happy to be here with you guys. I hope you guys are having an awesome week. We're going to have a family conversation today. You know, we're going to talk about some family business. Uh, and I think this is just the right place to do it. You know, part of the beauty of platforms like a pod- podcast is that we can really, you know, you can target your audience. One, you know, if you stumble on Black Married in a Free podcast, uh, I think it's safe to say this is th- this is where you want to be. Right, it's rare that you're gonna stumble on something like this accidentally. So you know what you're getting with me and Shire, right? We're talking about all things marriage, finance, early retirement, investing, the U.S. economy. Uh, we maybe get we may get into family and relationships and things going on in our community. I think if you rock with Black Mary there for you, you know that you know that about us. So I think this is a good place to have this conversation. We're going to be and I started to talk about this topic uh, months ago on the quick cast uh, when in regards to HBCUs and uh, primetime coach prime Deion Sanders and that whole thing with him leaving uh, Jackson State uh, HBCU historically black, black college where he was for three years to transition to the head coaching job at. A PWI, which is a predominantly white institution, or uh, any other school that's not a HBCU, essentially, right? <laughs> but there was a lot of backlash around that move from Coach Prime Deion Sanders. Now, if you're not familiar with who Deion Sanders is, he's a very polarized. He, first of all, he's one of the greatest uh, football players ever, right? Multi-sport athlete very charismatic personality just like 
he's just prime, right? He's just this this ball of uh, of entertainment, of you know, great quotes, and and you know, he's a great follow, and he he loves working with uh, kids and, and you know, college students and empowering college students to get to the next level, get to the NFL, right? So he was coaching at Jackson State, a HBCU, and he did some great things there. He, he, he leveraged his partnerships with Walmart and Macy's and uh, Under Armour and all these different entities to really help the facilities there at Jackson State. It led them to two, uh, I believe it was two or three great seasons, historically great seasons for that school. And then he had opportunity to move on. Now, some folks in our community, you know what I'm saying? And that's why this is a good place to talk about this on the Black Married and Deathry podcast, right? They didn't like that. They didn't like that. And I was peeping out and checking out all the things that people were saying. Uh, you know, how, how could he leave that school? There was some work to still yet to be done there. He's, he's chasing the bag. And there was a lot of... Uh, crab in the barrel kind of conversations going on surrounding him going to a another school right and I wasn't rocking with that I didn't like that and coach prime wasn't rocking with that right so he felt it necessary to show receipts we living in a receipt driven culture where okay I got to show you receipts so he started sharing about how the facilities were how the school was, how the athletic department was within Jackson State before he got there and the different things he did and the, the salary, uh, low salary that he took and that his coaching staff took to better the program there. And that started a bigger conversation about how underserved, um, let me get my words together, not underserved, but how underdeveloped HBCU sports programs are across the board right he started a whole nother conversation and so that's that conversation seemed to quiet down in the media and then and on the you know black twitter and everything that that conversation kind of just calmed down but what happened was you know he kind of paved the way for other former black professional football players to maybe perhaps do something similar right if we can get more brothers uh to go and 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 build something at an hbcu then maybe what he did was more of a uh trend-setting thing so that's what we were hoping for and we were starting to see that so fast forward to this current story the reason why i brought you all here today uh Another Hall of Fame football player, Ed Reed, uh, widely thought of as one of the greatest safeties in NFL history, played with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, went to the U, Miami University. Uh, he's a legend, and he was going to take the job. Uh, he was reported that he was the new head coach of Bethune-Cookman University, which is another HBCU. And, you know, it was a really dope thing to hear. It's like, man, OK, so maybe the Deion Sanders thing really did spark something. Right. You know, we got some we got some some more people following suit. And so, you know, 
I was excited about it being a sports fan and and you know it was it was really good to hear that we got we might have a a coach prime part two but this is why I wanted to have the conversation here and this is why I want to highlight why why sometimes it's important to it's definitely important to have the hard conversations but it's equally important to know where to have those conversations what form are you using to have the conversations me and Shire often talk about when you're dealing with a partner we get questions all the time hey I want to do this with my money my partner wants to do that with my money what do I do a big part of that is knowing when and where to have the conversation well in this story unfortunately coach Ed Reed was unhappy with some of the facilities at Bethune-Cookman University specifically in the athletic department he was also unhappy with some contractual things uh, with him coming on as the head coach and he took to Instagram live to voice his displeasures now I understand his concerns Deion Sanders felt the need to share some the similar concerns of how HBCUs in general are just underfunded, right? They don't have the same boosters as a predominantly a white institution. They don't have the same uh, alumni contributions as those schools, right? I was talking to Shire and I'm like, and shout out to uh, the wealth educator. He says, wow. Imagine going to an HBCU, getting out with hundred with a hundred thousand dollars in debt, and then being expected to pay, you know, as an alumni to support the school. You know, that's kind of a tough position to be in, right? I I, I was telling Shire, I was like, you know, most people get their bachelor's degree, they go to an HBCU. They get the experience. They get a bachelor's degree. They get out and they, let's say they're making six. They get a job making sixty, sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars a year, which is is really good, right? But now, is that enough to to contribute as an alumni member of any significance? Probably not, especially when you have student loan debt. So these are many reasons why HBCUs are underfunded, and what was really dope about what. Uh, Deion Sanders did at Jackson State was he leveraged his his uh, relationships to help where boosters weren't. He used his relationships to help where alumni wasn't contributing, right? And he really built something dope. But but Ed Reed at Bethune Cookman, he did a a different version of that and he just went straight to complaining right so he's on live he's people are in the comments saying hey man this ain't the forum for this we get your frustration but this is not a good look he's essentially dogging the facilities and event essentially dogging the school here's the thing though y'all when it comes to college athletics it's all about recruiting what do you mean marcus for my school to be good it's like it's very cyclical for us 
for people to want to put money for boosters to want to put money to a college the school must be performing good right it must be a good team must have good athletic program to have a good team you need good recruiting you need great high school students to say you know what nah i ain't even gonna go to ucla i'm not going to usc i'm not going to uh, Miami or Florida or Georgia or Alabama. I'm not going to none of those big schools. I want to go to a, a smaller, underfunded HBCU instead. That's what we want our young young men to do, to do, right? We want our elite athletes to go there so so that the schools can flourish and in turn bring more money into the schools. But if you're on IG Live as a Hall of Fame football player with with a crazy amount of, of subscribers and followers tuning in as you dog the school facilities. What mother, father, or grandmother is going to tell their their son or daughter to go to that school coming coming out of high school as a five star, four star athlete? Nobody's going to do that. So that's why I, I wanted to jump on this pod to highlight like. Yo, we got to have some of these conversations in-house, right? Why not go to your athletic director or the administration on the one-on-one and say, hey, I want to be the coach. I'm a Hall of Fame NFL football player, and this is unacceptable. We got to fix this. If we're not able to fix this, I'm not going to be able to to, to, to really uh, do my best to help the program, to help this school. Why not have why not do it that way? And maybe he did. But getting on IG live is not the way to do it, folks. It's just not the way to do it. You know what I mean? And so in the weeks that passed, due to some due mostly to that, you know, he issued an apology. He said he he, he shouldn't have went about it that way. And and it they ended up severing the ties and now he's no longer going to be the coach at Bethune Cookman University, which is unfortunate because that was really has some really has some real potential. So. My my thought on it is. For any black coach that is, or anyone who's going to be doing anything with the black community, but let's. Let's let's talk about specifically HBCUs right now. Now, if that's coaching, if that's, you know, anything, anytime you're going to give back, there's you need to expect it to be a project. Right. Not a finished product. And like I was telling Shire, I think us as a community, we need to do we, we, we could point out the problems. I mean, the problems are, are obvious. I'm sick of hearing about the problems. I want to hear about solutions. If you ain't got no solutions. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to hear it no more. We know that HBCUs are not funded as highly as PWIs. But why not leverage your clout, your cachet to bring uh, uh, folks in, right? To bring dollars in. It, now it's it's. It's rumored that Shaquille O'Neal and other prominent African African Americans were actually looking to put some money into his program and the idea of Ed Reed being the coach at Bethune Cookman. And now all that's over because we didn't know how to have a adult conversation in the proper 
uh, way on the proper platform. So we got to do better, man, you know, and it's just really unfortunate. But my thing is this to any coach or anyone that's going to be doing anything with the HBC with an HBCU. It's the it's just like when Shire and I are going to do real estate. Okay, you do your homework on the front end and you know, is this a turnkey situation or is this a rehab? Right. I think we need to go into this saying this is going to be a rehab situation. I'm going to come in. I'm going to use what I have, my ingenuity, my relationships, my leverage, and I'm going to help build this thing. I think a lot of times we just want stuff to just be ready when we get in it. Yo, I want this to be already ready. Yeah, I want this rent ready, turnkey, you know. But a lot of times it doesn't work like that. A lot of times you have to put some work in in order to get things where you want them to be. And so I hope that this isn't the last of NFL players wanting to coach HBCUs because man it it really can be a beautiful thing and I think Deion Sanders really uh, set the blueprint on how this thing could be wonderful this could be powerful and 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 we could start wanting to send our kids to the HBCU um, HBCUs you know going forward you know we just really need them to be highlighted illuminated and and really shown in a positive light as opposed to a negative light or you know oh man this is like it's the same of buying a, a home in what's perceived as bad a bad neighborhood or buying a home in a good neighborhood if you you know what i mean hey sometimes you're gonna have to put some work into this property to get it rent ready to get it uh, back on the market right you're gonna have to put some work in and really it's a metaphor for anything you're trying to do any goal you're trying to see to the end you're going to have to put the work in yeah you can yeah we can point out why it's hard or why it's frustrating or why this isn't working or why that isn't working but we also need to come with a solution so as i close this pod i'm gonna ask you to think about this you know your problem you know your your goal right goal is it could be a problem that you need to be that you need to solve you know what that is i don't want to hear about that no more i want to hear and i want you to think about what is the solution to that problem to that goal how do you solve that problem all right i hope you enjoyed this quick cast which is the midweek dose of the black Mary and every podcast just a little something something to help you get through your week and to help you think this is marcus and i'm out oh before i go do us a huge favor like this on all podcast platforms and leave us a little review let us know in the comment section what you thought we really appreciate it and also check out the link in the description of this podcast is a link to my 24 hour lo-fi stream music to vibe to music to chill to really uh set the vibe for you as you 
chart out on your financial goals. All right, y'all. I'm going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace.